Hi, welcome to this subway ad for the new Chibata collection. How do you want it? Ooh, I'll take the slam poetry. Sure. <clears throat> Italian Chibata with fresh mozzarella. When hunger reigns, you're my flavor umbrella. Tasty garlic steak and provolone. With you, my taste buds are never alone. Savory chicken pesto. You have my affection. For you complete the Chibata collection. Thank you. Get them before they're gone at Subway. Limited time only at participating restaurants. You'll have to fight with something to eat. Sometimes it's savory, sometimes it's sweet. That situation. Watch your second on. Hey, everybody. Merry Christmas. It's Snack Situation. Back for another holiday episode. That's right. We have more snacks, snack cakes from Lil Debbie, Miss McKee, if you're nasty, that we are going to try because they're only available here at the holidays. So we have to do it. It's in our contract. And I have a special twist ending, so be aware that that is coming. For now, though, I want to sing you my joke that I put in the name of this file recording. Okay. Hold me closer, tiny Deborah. Very good. Very yeah, lovely. That's it. Um, we have two surprises. Hi, welcome to this subway ad for the new Chibata collection. How do you want it? Ooh, I'll take the slam poetry. Sure. <clears throat> Italian ciabatta with fresh mozzarella. When hunger reigns, you're my flavor umbrella. Tasty garlic steak and provolone. With you, my taste buds are never alone. Savory chicken pesto. You have my affection. For you complete the ciabatta collection. Thank you. Get them before they're gone at Subway. Limited time only at participating restaurants. Surprises at the end of this episode, actually. So, so many surprisements coming it's, it's it's like opening up your christmas gift on christmas morning indeed very much so <laughs> it's it's all the surprisements it's like santa came uh well we are recording this post saint nicholas day so saint nicholas day was yesterday uh so did you get any candy in your shoes matt none that i'm aware of i i have candy in my kitchen no candy in my shoes That's- did you I mean, there there was candy in shoes at some point during the day, yes? Oh, good. I, I love it. I love Santa Claus coming to my house to give me candy in my shoes. I gotta say, though, Matt, how, how is your Christmas going? Because it hasn't... Everything has moved so fast this year, yeah. and I don't feel like it is properly Christmas yet, even though I've done most Christmassy things. Like, I've my tree is up, I've got a wreath and stockings hung up in the living room, uh, we've had the tree on 24-7 since the day after Thanksgiving, <laughs> we've done the, the holiday cakes, I've had my caramel brulee and chestnut praline lattes, but I, have, I think what the problem is, is I've only bought one present. Uh, and it was Elle Collins's Christmas present. Which, I bought a, I bought a number of presents, but I am not anywhere close to finished. And um, it's going to get really if the the winter storm that is coming is as bad as we have been told. It's really going to put a damper on the shopping. I heard I saw on the Today Show today because uh, my wife watches the Today Show because we're normies now. 
I go to bed at nine and I watch the Today Show. I heard that the Saturday the 22nd of December has the name Desperation Saturday <laughs> in retail circles. And Matt, let me tell you, I live every day like it's Desperation Saturday. Well, one thing that um, you learn if you cover Black Friday for a mm-hmm. newspaper for several years in a row is that Black Friday, even though it's the one with all the attention, is not the biggest shopping day of the year. It's always the Saturday before Christmas. Yeah. Always. Yeah, that's that makes sense, because everybody's got to get those la- last minis. Those last minis. The, those last mini gifties. So, Matt, on the subject of holiday celebrations, what holiday foodstuffs have you engaged in that we have not covered on the show? I, I feel like we'll do more of the like holiday food making in the next couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Like I know we'll probably end up buying some eggnog and drinking that. And I, what one thing that I really want to do is make my grandmother's red velvet cake recipe, Ooh. which I have had for a couple years now, but I have not gotten up the courage to actually go about making because I'm afraid I'm going to screw it up. But I really want to try to do it this year. So that's going to be my big food project. Okay. Uh, for for the holiday snacks. I don't have anything regimented as far as that goes. I know you have a more distinct uh, schedule of, of doing holiday things. <laughs> well... Uh, I tried my hand at holiday baking this time. I made uh, little uh, wedding cookies, and that is the second time in my life I've ever actually baked cookies by myself, and they turned out quite good. I am very proud of myself, and I may or may not be giving those as gifts to some of our friends. Because here's the thing. Here's what makes gift buying so hard for me. No one I know likes things. <laughs> And by that, I mean, like, physical objects, right? Like, you, you, Matt, you're notoriously difficult to buy for. Aiden likes, you know, experiences and fun, but she doesn't, you know, there's no, you know, book that she wants. There's no uh, object that she wants. So it has to be, like, something fun or something with emotional significance, which, you know, she's my wife. She deserves that. But we also have our good friend, Ben Gully, who specifically has told me don't give him things <laughs> because he, he's like, yeah, cutting down on the clutter. So I get Ben a festive baked good every year. And so this year I'm going to try and, and make something for uh, a little personal touch. That sounds nice. Yeah, I think so. So I, I did that. Uh, we have yet to make wreaths like uh, cornflake wreaths, but I'm sure that's going to be on the schedule. Maybe we'll do that this weekend. Uh, but here's what I, and I also haven't gone to cookout and gotten the December only eggnog milkshake. We thought about doing that as a snack situation thing. Yes, we did. At one point. It'll probably have to happen sometime down the road. Yeah. Um, but I, yes, I will probably end up going and getting one of those as well. The thing is we already have some very hyper local things on the snack situation list. Many of you cannot get JJ's Red Hots. We currently cannot get JJ's Red Hots or Dollywood Cinnamon Bread. Hey, if we're in another town and we're, we try something hyper-local to that town, we'll put that on the list, too. Did I talk about the Grippos in our last Snack Situation episode? 
I don't remember if it was on Snack Situation, but you did. You have okay. recently talked about the Grippos on a show. I do have a half pound of Grippos in my house if you want to come over, Matt. Well, that is good to be aware of, and I will certainly come get those Grippos if the need arises. Let's see. I'm trying to think of any other. Oh, I had a uh, I had eggnog cream pie yesterday at a local uh, coffee shop that was exceptionally good. Uh, so you have something to compare some of these small Debras to. Yes, I do. And also, Matt, that's the sound of a glass of eggnog sitting on my desk, first of the season. It's going to be a nog-heavy episode. It is, but full of nog flavor. Trying to recreate eggnog in a non-eggnog form is difficult, right? So we have to judge it against the product. That's true. It's good to have a measuring stick. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, I am looking forward to some good holiday uh, edibles. No, that's a different thing. <laughs> <laughs> some, some treats, some some Christmas treats coming up. Hey, I did also you make send, last If you want to send some holiday edibles, I'm I, I, I I'm up for it. Please do not. Blaze I have it. the anxiety already. Blaze it, MW420. Send those to, send those to Asheville. Did you know that there's like a ton of CBD stores popping up here in old A Town? There is a there's a hardware store that I pass on my way to Target when I go to Target that that now has CBD oil because it's a hardware store slash pharmacy, which uh-huh. is the most North Carolina. Oh yeah, and there's a there's a place open in town now that is just outright called Asheville Dispensary. So. It's not legal here yet. I mean, look, I know it's happening. I know it's coming. CBD is legal. Weed is not. Weed is not. Weed is um, not. And as long as we have the legislature, we have. We're not. We're not getting weed. But uh, we're off. We're off course. We, we're not talking about North Carolina. We're talking about the beautiful town of Collegedale, Tennessee, home of Deborah McKee of McKee Foods. Also known as Little Debbie. The small one. Chris, I think we should try some of these. All right, Matt. Now, we have already tried the brownies. The we have. So so let's do brownies round two. Because you I, tried you tried this kind of brownie before. I tried the Christmas tree-shaped brownies. Yeah. I'm abstaining from the brownie, but I have something to make up for it. Don't you worry. Okay. I have the Little Debbie Santa brownies. Now, I tried the Christmas tree brownies last time. There is no way there is any discernible difference to them. I would like to talk about the visuals, the visual differences. Because the Christmas tree brownie is a bit of an inaccurate representation of a Christmas tree, right? Mm Mm-hmm. The Santa brownie is like a work of abstract art. It's so... Interesting, because it's just red and white. Mm -hmm. It is in a hexagonal shape, but it's not an equilateral hexagon. The two middle sides are are longer. I I can't describe it as anything but a piece of abstract art. I find the shape to be very appealing of the Santa brownies. You know what? 
you know what it makes me think? With not a whole lot of work and with different different frosting on it, it could easily be a Hanukkah product. Mm. Mm, probably so, yeah. It's it got that kind of almost a dreidel shape. Uh-huh. Okay, I was thinking it in a different direction, but yes. What were you thinking? I, I said it could be a Judith. Oh, sure. Yeah, it could be a Judith. I, but I, I'm, I, it makes me think dreidel, like almost instantly. Mm-hmm. That but makes sense, because it does have that... Yeah, you, if, if it was 3D, you could spin it. Yeah. If it was 3D, you could spin it. <laughs> You know that old saying about how something was 3D, you could spin it. It's like my grandpappy always used to tell me. If it was 3D, you could spin it. <laughs> Ugh. But there's, it's got like one, the bottom third of the shape is Santa's white beard. The top third is his hat. And then the middle bit has a stamp on it with eyes and glasses and a nose. Yeah, I kind of love it. Because it's so... There's no mouth, there's which no I mouth. also like. The mouth is enveloped by the beard. Yeah, the mouth is enveloped by the beard. You know what Santa looks like. You can imagine the mouth. His mouth's enveloped by a beard. All right, here we go. We're, we're taking a bite. All right, so it's not particularly different from the Christmas tree brownie. No, it's not. It's, it's, it's thick, isn't it? I like it a little better than the Christmas tree brownie, though. I like the shape better because I think the the elongated hexagon that makes up Santa Claus is, I think, a better shape to have than the Christmas tree because I feel like the Christmas tree suffers by comparison to the Christmas tree cake, whereas having the Santa brownie makes it distinct. Also, it doesn't have the little candy balls on it to represent lights, which are not exactly pleasant. It's just brownie and frosting. Yeah, it's 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 a simple, honest Santa. And something about the color of the frosting makes me like it more too. There's something about like that weird green leafy frosting that is not appealing to the eye. Um so not actually like functional. If I closed my eyes and took a bite of a Christmas tree brownie and a bite of this, I probably wouldn't be able to tell the difference, except for the candy balls from the Christmas tree brownie. Mm-hmm. But by visual appearance, the mix of like looking and biting, I like this more. Yeah, I would say Santa brownies are going to rank above Christmas tree brownies just by virtue of shape of taste yeah. or of, of shape. Yeah, of yeah. aesthetics. I took two bites of this. I only took one bite of the Christmas tree brownie. All right, where are we going next? Uh, now, did you get the nutty bars? Yes. Okay, I don't have them. I could not find them. All right, let's do those. I'm going to try those. Okay. These are North Pole Nutty Bars. In some boxes, they are labeled as North Pole Nutty Buddies. Mm-hmm. That blows my mind. Because yeah, because a Nutty Buddy is a very different thing. It's an ice cream treat. But what's really weird is that it's not consistent. I When I went to the store and I got these... Some said Nutty Bars, and some said Nutty Buddies. Wild. Wild. Okay, so these are very appealing looking. They look like a regular Nutty Bar, mm-hmm. but they have little stripes of red frosting, and the regular chocolate frosting is white instead of 
you know, chocolate flavor. Chocolate how did color. they? How did they look compared to the uh, the the models on the package? Because the models on the package have a very crisp uh, candy cane pattern that I like quite a bit. It's it's almost exactly the same. Nice, well done, like, small Deborah. Well represented on the package. Okay. All right, let's take a bite. Indistinguishable in flavor from a regular Nutty Bar. So so pretty good then. Yeah. Nice little peanut butter flavor. Very light, crispy wafers. Tasty. I'm going to eat more of these. I'm going to eat more of these. Yeah, they're, they're, they're tasty. I wish I could have found them. Now, full we should say... Okay. Full disclosure, Marlene's already been eating these. Okay, yeah. Aiden took my leftovers from our last session to work because <laughs> she didn't want to have <laughs> three boxes of Christmas tree cakes in the house. I did get her to leave the regular vanilla Christmas tree cakes, though, because I like them. We, we ate them all, baby. <laughs> oh, yeah, I got one left. Now, I should say, I also, I did not find Nutty Bars today. I did not, I actually didn't find any more brownies. Uh, I did get Winter Oreos, which taste just like Oreos. The cream is red. Uh, yep. I'm also a big fan of White Fudge Oreos, which are a Christmas time treat. I, and I, I will got, say, I will say, I appreciate that holiday Oreos are simply a cream color change. Yeah, they're and, they're everybody's favorite Christmas colors, black and red. Uh-huh. Um I guess they could make the cookies green. But who wants that? Yeah. They could, they what they should do is make half the the creams red and half the creams green and alternate them in the box so that it looks more Christmassy. That would be Instead nice. it just like I open this thing up and I'm like, "Oh, is Kane here? Is the mayor of Knox County in the <laughs> building?" That's got to be Kane Oreos. Now, I also bought hot cocoa M&M's, even though they have the one that they want us to want to have sex with on the package. Oof. Because I liked cookies and screams so much that I'm willing to try another novelty flavor of M&M's. To be clear, we're talking about the green M&M. Yeah, the green M&M. The, you know, the one that you're horny for. Or the one that you're marketed to be horny for. Yeah, Back to the holiday Oreos for a second. She wears go-go boots, Matt. Boy. Back to the holiday Oreos for a second. We already know from Red Velvet Oreos that they can make the cookies red. Mm-hmm. If the cookies were red and the cream was green? I think that would be an attractive uh, attractive candy. That would be it. Or attractive cookie. That would be it. Oh, also, we were out of it now. We did polish it off, but last week Aiden came home with a tin of Jingle Jangle. Yeah, I think, you, is, I think you mentioned that on on either the last episode or on Ajax. Yeah, which is quite good. And not the meth-like product that it is on Riverdale. Okay, so we've done brownies and nutty bars. We want to save the eggnog rolls for the end and go ahead. I want to save the eggnog rolls for last. Let's, let's right. hit these, these cherry, uh, cherry cordials. cordials. Now, can I make an admission to you, Chris? Uh, please. Regular ass cherry cordials, the actual candy called a cherry cordial. <laughs> I hate them. Really? I hate them. I think it's because I have bad associations with them from when I was a kid. Where like my parents would eat them all the time, and they'd be like, "Have a cherry cordial." And as a four year old or five year old, I was I would like eat this chocolatey candy that I thought would just have like you know jam inside. And then I was tricked 
into something with fruit inside of it. How dare you? I don't care for cherry cordials the candy because I don't like cherry as a flavor, generally speaking. I don't like cherries. I do like cherry as a flavor. I've come to determine that my favorite flavor of bubbly fizzy water, which is by far the best fizzy water, LaCroix can get the fuck out of here. (laughs) Bubbly actually has flavor. Uh, Is cherry. Cherry bubbly. Best one. Was it our friend Josh who described uh, LaCroix as, like, the ghost of Sprite? Uh, Yeah, he said it was ghost soda. Yeah, that's very good. Now, you don't care. I I remember when we did the Black Forest Tim Tams. You didn't like those so much, and I enjoyed them greatly. Yeah. Uh, I know a story about Cherry Cordial's The Candy, though. Okay. Uh, They're my sister's favorite uh, Christmas time treat, uh, which I know because every year – uh, in her stocking, and uh, later the, my, my mom would get her cherry cordials every year for Christmas. So as an adult, I got her cherry cordials for Christmas. I found out this year, my sister's 40 years old, Matt. I'm 36. I found out this year she hates cherry cordials. <laughs> <laughs> just doesn't like them. And she just never was always too polite to say so? I guess so, which does not sound like my family, but there you go. Um, that's very similar to a situation where something like six years in a row, my grandmother got my brother brute cologne Oof. every year. Oof, that's a strong one too. Every year for Christmas. To the point where he just had a drawer full of unopened brute cologne <laughs> in his room. <laughs> And finally, one year, because I was young and didn't realize what I was doing, I was I said something like, he never opens those. Or he never uses those. And it was a scandal in the house for a little, for like a few minutes. <laughs> Amazing. Anyway, so cherry cordials. Yeah, now, this is, this is like a moon pie. It's like, like a moon pie. Yeah. Except instead of marshmallow in the middle, it's like a cherry cream. All right, we doing this? We're doing it. All right, cheers. There's an unattractive smell, but not bad. Like, taste-wise, not bad. Not bad, not great. It's a moon pie. It's a cherry moon pie. It's a cherry moon pie. I feel like this is the not the best context for cherry. I like yeah, the... Yeah, it's, uh, it's weird. I like the Black Forest Sim Tams a lot more. Because it had, like, a vanilla cream in there to complement the cherry. Mm-hmm. Which I think cherry and vanilla together are a wonderful flavor combination. Yeah, here's a here's a uh, a hot tip for everybody: vanilla makes every other flavor better. It's every other sweet flavor. Don't put it on like hot chicken or anything. Don't put it on steak. Yeah, but do mix it with strawberry, cherry, chocolate, honey, coffee. Put it in your Coca Cola, baby. Go to the Waffle House and say, I would like a vanilla Coca-Cola, please. Okay. The the cherry cordials, not bad, not great. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I finished it. I yeah. don't feel like these, these might be going to Aiden's job. Yeah. I think we might be taking these to a Christmas party, too. Uh, they, they do seem like something you would get at a Christmas party. 
if they did not come in a package where they were individually wrapped in plastic, because if you wanted to serve these at a party, you would have to shuck them and put them on a platter. Yeah, you got to shuck them cordials, my dude. Got to shuck them cordials, boy. All right. Here we are. Eggnog cake rolls. All right. Now, should I take a sip of my nog before or after? I'm going to say after. You think You think after? I'm going to say after. Okay, now, according to the Little Debbie website, the, their preferred way to consume the eggnog roll is to freeze it, put it in the freezer, and then dip it in a tall glass of milk. Interesting. But we're going in. We're going in raw. We're going this. in raw. We're going in room temp. So this is a, it's a, it's a Swiss roll with eggnog instead. It's a, it's a nude Swiss roll. Well, it does have frosting on it in a pattern. It has frosting in a pattern, but the actual cake is exposed, which is not like a not like a Swiss roll, which is covered in chocolate. Typically, which honestly is fine by me. I like yellow cake. Yeah, me too. I mean, we talked about it (laughs) last time. Yeah, Um, it doesn't say anything on the box about freezing this. No, I was I was up on the website getting tips and tricks. That was nah. that was a website special. Okay, yeah, because I did want to see if there were any big things we were missing. Obviously, we did not get the uh, we did not get the soft gingerbread cookies. I uh, saw I saw those in stores after I bought everything. I have seen those more than I've seen anything else. Really? Um, uh, yeah, and you know a, I've gone all over the friggin' map to find these. Must be a Durham thing. Yeah. Uh, now, in years past, they had Christmas stars, but they do not have those this year. I believe those were replaced by the eggnog cake rolls, because I'm pretty sure the eggnog cake rolls are brand new for 2018. I can already tell you, um, a little messy, these eggnog cake rolls. A little, a little bit messy. A little bit messy. Like, just taking the plastic off, I'm getting frosting all over my fingers. Mm-hmm. Also, There's, there's no there's way to like, hold it without getting frosting. There's like a little bit of like frosting landing gear on the bottom of the roll. Yes. Uh to to hold I don't know why it's there, really. I I guess to hold it together. I think it's there to I think it's there as a binding agent, yes. Yeah. Uh it does say on the website the bottom of the roll is gently dipped in white frosting and drizzled with a white striped of icing. So that is bad subject verb agreement, but yes. Ah, <sighs> this cat. Okay, we going in? I'm ready, baby. That's a good bake. All right. Okay. I I wonder if you're about to say the same thing I'm about to say. You go first. More subtle than I expected. Not what I was going to say. Okay. Remember when we did the holiday spice Christmas trees? Mm Mm-hmm. And I was like, all cinnamon, no nutmeg? Mm Mm-hmm. Here's where the nutmeg went. The nutmeg is present. Here's the where the nutmeg went. That's like this is all nutmeg to me, kinda. Yeah, I like it. I think it's good. It tastes Christmassy to me. It's not a bad representation of eggnog. I don't know no. if it's what I want to eat. I'm interested in the whole like freeze it and dip it in milk idea. I can very much see how the cream being nice and cold would improve this experience, but yeah. I think it's a good experience. The nutmeg is here. Good. The nutmeg right. is present. But the nog flavor is not as strong as I expected. It's not super eggy. It is recognizably eggnog. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right, now, 
as a point of comparison, I'm going to cleanse the palate, and now I'm going to take a sip. This is this is pet eggnog. You're familiar with pet, right, Matt? Yes, pet dairy. Yeah. Now there is also available in my area is Maple View Farms local eggnog, uh, but I did not get that because that's cheating. Because of course the local eggnog is going to be great. Pet was the kind of milk we had at school. I think I actually prefer the eggnog taste of the cake to the eggnog. Because eggnog is almost cake already. It's very thick. It's very rich, yes. And, uh, you know, I like eggnog, obviously. Matt, who are you talking to? Sure. But I feel like... The, this is what I mean when I say that the eggnog flavor of the cake is more subtle than I expected, because it's kind of, the nutmeg's there. You will not, you will not mistake it for anything else. It's like how I was talking about the 2014 Tomb Raider reboot. Uh-huh. You will not mistake Lara Croft for not being an attractive young lady, but they don't put the emphasis on it like in Tomb Raider 97. If you get my meaning? I get your meaning, yes. Yeah. You're never going to mistake this cake for being eggnog flavor, but it's not going to, like, stick to you in the way that drinking an actual glass of eggnog does. I often feel like if I'm drinking eggnog, I need another drink to wash it down. Oh, yeah. You you need a chaser for eggnog. Yeah. Uh, like, honestly, my favorite eggnog experiences are, like, eggnog lattes. I love an eggnog latte. Shout out to Caribou. For that one. You're, you're a real latte boy. You know I love a latte, baby. Get it yeah. made with coconut milk and you can go all day. All right. I think before we do our ranking, let's do our surprises. Or do you want to uh, rank first? No, I want to I, I I rank this surprisement. Okay. I texted you a photo because right next to the Little Debbie end cap at my local Food Lion... The best store. According to Stone Cold ACC. According to Stone Cold ACC. Do, do we just all accept the grocery store names that we grow up with as not being buck wild? Because Food Lion is a bonkers name for an establishment. It's the, That's the only one I think is, like, extremely weird. I guess oh, Piggly you, Wiggly. Yeah, Piggly Wiggly, baby. Yeah. I'm big on the pig, local since forever. No Piggly Wiggly's up here, though, unfortunately. Uh, anyway. I feel like Piggly Wiggly has mostly gone away as a chain. Still going strong in South Carolina. Okay. They all have post offices in them. Which is nice. Anyway. Uh, right across from the small Deborah display, uh, Matt, I went to a party, and I was greeted by the lady of the house. You mean the hostess? That hostess yeah. gave me some cupcakes. Now, we previously talked about how a chocolate Christmas tree cake is functionally a hostess cupcake. I have hostess holiday cupcakes, limited edition, which are, I believe, hostess taking a shot at the vanilla Christmas tree cake. Because, Matt, what this is, it is a yellow cake cupcake with vanilla with a vanilla center, frosted with vanilla icing, and then you got the little the little curlicue in green icing, and then it's got some jimmies on it. Okay. 
Now, I will say, pictured quite a few jimmies on this actual cake, about six. It's it's like the, the lights on the Christmas tree brownie. Yeah. Pictured way more than actually are there. Yeah. D- honestly, aesthetically, does not live up to the picture on the box, whereas I believe the eggnog rolls certainly did, and the Christmas tree cakes certainly do. I think the Christmas tree cake is exactly what is promised. Yeah. Uh, two observations before you dig into that. Mm-hmm. One, I also noticed in the photo you sent me that there are peppermint Twinkies, which is a nightmare. Yeah, we couldn't – look, we, that would be the subject of another bet that one of us would have to lose if we were going to eat a fucking peppermint Twinkie, brother. That sounds like I've gone to hell and I'd be force-fed something. Second, um, I, I want to make a predict before you eat – before you try that. Okay. My prediction is that it is vastly inferior to a Christmas tree cake. All right. I mean, look, I that would also be my theory, but I I don't know because it's it's smaller. You must test. You have to test it. But but on the basis of just Little Debbie versus Hostess, Mm -hmm. there are things that Hostess does well. The Twinkie, for example. Fruit pie. Fruit pie. But on the cake tip, Lil Debbie has Hostess beat by a long shot. Okay. Hostess no, I, cake is always kind of like dry and not cakey, like chemically, in my experience. Now, I was thinking about like eating a Christmas tree cake. And then, like, having a bite-for-bite bite comparison, but we have already eaten a significant amount of cakes, and I'm starting – I'd had eggnog, and I'm starting to feel a little, little, little full. Sure. So I'm just going to bite into this. I have a pretty good memory for what a mwah, perfect classic vanilla Christmas tree cake tastes like. Right, here we go. Hard icing. Hard icing. Mmm. Mmm. No. No good. No good. That icing gets in the way. That icing is is thick and shatterproof. Mm. You really have to bite far into it to get some cream, too. I mean, that's the general Hostess cupcake experience. Once you get into the cream, I mean, this is essentially a Twinkie, because it's yellow cake and cream. But that icing is quite unpleasant compared to the icing on a Christmas tree cake. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not going to finish it. I'll, I'm going to pass on this bad boy. Hmm. Hmm. Hostess tried to come to the king, the queen tried to come a little Debbie. That's right. I look. Um, I don't want to say that I said so, but I, I know that I know who's going to win in a little Debbie versus Hostess cake off. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. But I had to try. You had to try. I understand. In the name of science. Matt, a ship safe in the harbor, that's not what ships are for. True words. True, true words. Uh, we have one more surprisement. And that is not necessarily a Christmassy treat, but it was a gift. It was a Christmassy gift to us. It was a gift. 
Or, or possibly a Hanukkah gift. Yeah. Because mine let's, did actually arrive during Hanukkah. And, and I believe yours did too. It's from a friend of ours who celebrates Hanukkah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would be David Wolken, who sent us a Donovan's New Zealand premium Manuka honeycomb chocolate bar. Is that what you also got, Chris, or did we get two different chocolate? Oh, no, we, we did. The New Zealand premium Manuka honeycomb chocolate bar. 35% cocoa, milk chocolate, made in New Zealand, 100 grams, baby. What I appreciate about this is how very distinctly it lets you know that this is from New Zealand. Because, okay, David went to New Zealand. Yeah, that's that's the that's kind of the, the lead of the story. David went to New Zealand. He bought these for us, came back, and then mailed them to us. But Donovan's goes out of its way, even though you're in New Zealand buying a chocolate bar, to mm-hmm. let you know that this was made in New Zealand. Do you think that is a national pride thing, or do you think that's a this is for tourists thing? I think it's a they probably export these thing. Mm, probably so. But it could I, be a this is for tourists thing. It's for tourists. Me? People hate our accents. I, we accents well, we're doing one. It's a weird thing. Maybe New Zealand is the only other country that's like the United States, where people in America wear shirts and hats that say America on them. You know, I, I, that's very weird. And I've never really thought of it that way, but that is weird. But then again, I am currently wearing a t-shirt that says the name of the city where I live on it. I so. swear to God, nobody go, you, you will not go to France and see anybody wearing a shirt that says France. I feel like if you do, it's, like, weird. Yeah. Like, our, our level of nationalism, like, the baseline is a lot higher than other places. Maybe in Canada, people will wear Canada shirts. It seems like a Western, a New World thing. Because I feel like people in Mexico might wear Mexico stuff. Like, if you go to Brazil, you might see somebody wearing something about Brazil. But if you went to, say... Denmark, and wore around a sweatshirt that said Denmark on it, people would be like, what are you doing? But but I think the exception of that is, is sports merchandise. Because you will obviously yeah, yeah, yeah. see, like, you know, soccer jerseys and... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I'm not talking about soccer jerseys. I'm talking about just, like, a plain old t-shirt that says USA on it. Yeah, that because nobody else, I think, really does that. But people do wear local shirts. Like, I'm wearing, I'm wearing a Durham shirt right now. I'm sure there are, like, London shirts and, like, you know, Paris shirts. At, like, tour- at shops for tourists, yes. But I don't know. Anyway, um, New Zealand is proud of its chocolate. And we should take a bite and see how it is. All right, let's do it. The honey is in this. The honey is in the building. Good golly. Like, chocolate is basically a finishing note of this bar. Yeah. The honey honey this, this, is front and center. This 100-gram bar, that's what it says, right? It's 100 grams? 100 grams. Yeah. It's like, it's about half again the size, 150% the size of a Hershey bar, right? Uh, Thereabouts. I, I cannot at all imagine eating this in one sitting. 
Oh, no. No, no, no. I feel like honeycomb is literal. Because there's a little crunch in this, too. Uh-huh. So I, I wonder if it's not just honey, but actual honeycomb in this bar. Also, it's good as hell. Oh, it's delicious. Yeah, we have had um, we've had varying degrees of success with international chocolates, but this is good as hell. <laughs> really good. Yeah, there is actual honeycomb in this bar. Mm. Mm. That's good stuff. That is good stuff. This was a solid gift from our boy uh, D. Wolks. It's rare that you get a chocolate bar that has such a distinct flavor. But this this has it, for sure. All right. Let's do some ranking, Chris. Where does the Santa brownie go? Does it go right above the Christmas tree brownie? I I would say that's where to put it because otherwise it is functionally identical. Yeah, I, it's it's got a little edge over the Christmas tree brownie because of the shape, yeah, and the appearance. But otherwise, the same. Yeah, yeah. All right, that was easy. How about now, Matt? Are you are you in the list here? I'm in the list. Yes. <sighs> I guess it's up to me. To rank the Nutty Bars. Yes. They are definitely better than M&M's Cookies and Scream. I'm going to do something that might be controversial. You can shoot this down if you wish. I kind of want to break up the chocolate and holiday spice Christmas tree cakes. Interesting. Interesting. Now, we did, we had to flip a coin to decide which one of those went above or below last time. Uh So maybe that's not fair. Maybe that's not fair. But if that if that's the case, okay, Manicha Manicha was another kind of wafer bar mm-hmm. thing. And I like these better than that. So maybe let's go up a little bit. I don't okay, I don't think this beats popcorn. Let's put a, the nutty bars between popcorn and manicho. That good. That's that's a high yeah, rank. I like a nutty bar. Now these these are Christmas nutty bars. These are North Pole nutty buddies, North according Pole to nutty the nutty buddies. I'm not calling them nutty buddies. Okay, they're North Pole nutty bars then. For cherry cordial, I think we're gonna we're gonna scroll down a bit. Yeah. Um, I mean they're they're not bad for what they are. They're not bad. The Black Forest Tim Tams are better. Black Forest Tim Tams are better, for sure. Uh, I mean, I was thinking about like, like, like Grippo salt and vinegars, maybe, like in that neighborhood. Now, what we have right above Grippo salt and vinegars are the Filipino savories, mm-hmm. which were a bit of a mixed bag. Bit of a mixed bag. I don't think they're as good as the Euro snacks. I know that much. Yeah. But I don't think they're as bad as the Witch's Brew Frappuccino, which was upsetting. Yeah. And yeah. I would rather eat them than the brownies. Are you are you thinking below or above Grippo's Salt and Vinegar? I think below, because I do think they're very comparable to the Coconut and Lychee Tim Tams. Yeah. Uh, just not our... 
cup of tea as far as flavor combination. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go between Grippo's salt and vinegar and the coconut and lychee temptams. All right, so Christmas cherry cordials are going right in there from Little Debbie. Up next, eggnog cake rolls. Okay, here's here's where I'm thinking of going. I would put those between the two Christmas tree cakes. Because I thought those were quite good. They're not dry like the Holiday Spice. Holiday Spice was a little dry. I will concede that. I'm fine with that. Yeah, I think that's that's the way to do it. Little Debbie eggnog rolls. Respectable position on the list. Okay, so are you going to rank the the Hostess holiday cupcake? I think, yeah, I think it goes directly below the which is brew frappuccino. You think it's worse than that? Yeah. Wow. I would rather eat one of the Little Debbie brownies than this thing. Wow. Here's the th- Matt, that icing is like a fucking frisbee. Come at the queen. Yeah, and it's 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 weird because the Hostess cupcake is like a a classic, right? Sure. sure. This thing, like, it's. Can you hear that? That's me tapping on the icing on this bad boy. Come you might queen. have to add in a sound effect later, Matt. Do not miss. Yeah, yeah. And and look, if I was given the choice between this and a witch's brew frappuccino, would I take the cupcake? Probably. It takes less time to eat, but. When there is something markedly better that is less expensive, the the hostess cakes were two for five. The little Debbie cakes are two bucks flat, yeah. or two nineteen MSRP, which we all know is a lie. So I mean, it, it is. Let's see. To to be fair, you only get five Christmas tree cakes in a box compared to eight cupcakes. The Christmas tree cakes are bigger and they are better. And they are less expensive per box. Yeah, what's the what's the ounce count on those? Uh, that ounce count is twelve point seven ounces on the Christmas tree cakes, and we're looking at seven point nine one ounces on the uh, Christmas tree cakes. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's significantly more, but that's also like very dense cake and heavy frosting. Okay. Hostess holiday cupcakes between the Witch's Fruit Brew Frappuccino and Duck Jerky. Yeah. It goes above Duck Jerky because, you know, I'm not a madman. How about some Donovan's New Zealand Premium Manuka Honeycomb Chocolate? Boy, it is tasty. It's good. It's rich. It's it's good, though. I I think this goes... I would put this in the neighborhood of, like, a Grippo's Barbecue or, like, a JJ's Red Hot's. What is the value of, for lack of a better term, let's say, eatability? That is, you can sit down and just eat it, you know, for a while. I feel like the Donovan's honeycomb, you're going to take a couple bites, you're going to eat a couple squares, and say... Oh man, that is rich. That is delicious, but it's rich. That's all I can have for right now. I mean, look, for sure. For sure, I've had about a what? Like 
a maybe a inch square little guy here, and that's good for me. But it's not like I'm not going to come back to it. And I feel yeah. like that, you know, obviously we have the things on here like Dollywood cinnamon bread. Again, I I would live on it until I died from it. Uh, Little Debbie Vanilla Classic Christmas Tree Cakes, can't get enough of them. Can't have them in the house. This, I will walk away from, but I will come back. So, in that respect, you know, you can you can just gruffle down a Grippo's barbecue bag. But I think I, I think it, it would have a similar effect to the S'mores Girl Scout cookies, where you would have to... You can't get through a whole box of those without really trying. Okay. So what are you proposing? Where are you proposing it goes? I think it goes above the s'mores biscuits. Okay. I think that that works. All right. So that is Donovan's, no no apostrophe, Donovan's, New Zealand, premium, Manuka, honeycomb, chocolate, which I believe is the longest title we have on the list. Take that Zombo. Yeah. The uh, South American version of a moon pie. <laughs> All right, so that's that's it, I think. I think we're good, Matt. All right. Hey, everybody. Merry Christmas. Enjoy some delicious treats this holiday season. From our podcast to yours, please snack responsibly these holidays. Yeah, make whether it's whether it's little Debbie cakes, whether it's eggnog, whether it's uh, a caramel brulee latte, whether it's a slice of eggnog pie, whether it's red and green rice krispie treats. Uh, treat treat yourself right this holiday because it's the it's the darkest time of the year but we're all gonna get through it together and we're gonna have a good time snacking into the future because we're going snack to the future we'll be back in january with something exciting something fresh for the new year whatever it may be you can support us on patreon by heading over to patreon.com slash ajax that is the place where you can support Snack situation going ahead into the future. And Chris, as we finish up our final snack situation of 2018, what advice do you have for our listeners? Stay hungry. Merry Christmas, everybody. We love you. This has been a Kalitas Media production. Hi, welcome to this Subway ad for the new Chibata collection. How do you want it? Ooh, I'll take the slam poetry. Sure. Italian ciabatta with fresh mozzarella. When hunger reigns, you're my flavor umbrella. Tasty garlic steak and provolone. With you, my taste buds are never alone. Savory chicken pesto. You have my affection. For you complete the ciabatta collection. Thank you. Get them before they're gone at Subway. Limited time only at participating restaurants. Hi, welcome to this Subway ad for the new ciabatta collection. How do you want it? Ooh, I'll take the slam poetry. Sure. Italian ciabatta with fresh mozzarella. When hunger reigns, you're my flavor umbrella. 
tasty garlic steak and provolone. With you, my taste buds are never alone. Savory chicken pesto, you have my affection, for you complete the ciabatta collection. Thank you. Get them before they're gone at Subway. Limited time only at participating restaurants.